Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. A little bit of insider information. We we did really try really hard <laughs> to provide a really good worship experience for you all. And we practice and we walk through things and and uh, today is a good example of how even when you talk about it and walk through it and, and practice, it, it can still go a little bit crazy. Um, and then I, I have to admit, um, when we were lighting the candles today, to have Don Stuckey's catch on fire, which is something we'd practice and we'd work through to make sure that it was going to be fine and not a single one would catch on fire. But for it to be Don's, <laughs> that, that's perfect for us today. And it's just a great reminder of how the saints are always with us. On this beautiful day of All Saints Day, this is one of my favorite days of the year because we remember those who have ran a great race and and were welcomed with those open arms of good and faithful servant, come and rest. And I know in my heart of hearts that all of these saints that we've named before you and some that we may have missed and and, and those that that, um, have walked long before this last year, We know that they are with us always. And so I invite you to pray. Let's pray together. Holy and gracious God, as as we come before you on this day, we're reminded of your love and grace and mercy that you have for us. Be with us in every step and every breath that we take. And and we're reminded that we are not alone, that you are with us and the saints are with us, cheering us on to be good and faithful servants. Holy Spirit, as the Scripture is read and the Word is meditated on, come. Come wherever we are listening to this message. Come and inspire us and transform us to be like the saints who have ran the race before us. Holy Spirit, come. In your name we pray. Amen. Our scripture lesson for today comes from the book of Revelation. and That's John's letter to seven churches. Chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. Listen to these words. After this, I looked, and there was a great crowd that no one could number. They were from every nation, tribe, people, and language. They were standing before the throne, before the Lamb. They wore white robes and held palm branches in their hands, and they cried out with a loud voice, Victory belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood in a circle around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell face down before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and always. Amen. And the one of the elders said to me, Who are these people wearing white robes and where did they come from? I said to him, Sir, you know. Then he said to me, These people 
have come out of the great hardships. They have washed their robes and made them white in the Lamb's blood. This is the reason they are before God's throne. They worshiped him day and night in his temple, and the one seated on the throne will shelter them. They won't hunger or thirst anymore. No sun or scorching heat will beat down on them, because the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them. He will lead them to the springs of life-giving water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. Amen. What a verse for today. Here in this image, we have, we have this great cloud of witnesses um, worshiping God day and night, and, and, and they're trying to figure out what's going on here, and, and, and it's just a smidge of view of what heaven will look like. No pain, no suffering, just worship of God. How beautiful is that? It's a beautiful image, and, and we're reminded that in, in the Scripture reading today that the, the tears of pain and frustration and despair are wiped away, but the tears of joy are there. Have you ever been in that experience where you're so joyful that you cry? Where you're so joyful that you don't know how to respond, but just tears flow from you because it's such a release. There's nothing wrong with shedding tears because sometimes we do that to heal. And so when we're reminded of those great saints that have gone before us, we've cried a little. And sometimes we still cry because we're reminded of their presence in our lives because they never really go away. And that's okay. They're no longer in pain and, and we can celebrate the life that they live and, and they would encourage us to continue to run the race, to continue to be good and faithful servants, to continue to live like Jesus in every way that we can. So that way one day we will be welcomed with those great words, good and faithful servant, come and rest. But until that day comes, we have some work to do, right? There's still things that need to be done. People need to know what God's love looks like. People need to, we need to learn what peace can look like together. And we need to strive to work towards that. We need to learn to love our neighbor, even those neighbors we don't know, and strive to, to be like a saint. Because you know what? You are a saint. You are a saint. Yes, you that, that are watching on the screen or, or in here, maybe some of you need to hear that. Yes, you all are saints. Even Christian outside hanging out uh, with that beautiful golden mullet lock, he is a saint, mother. I need you to hear that, that you are a saint. Well, according to dictionary.com, you are a saint. Because the, de the noun definition of saint, the noun definition, is any certain persons of exceptional holiness of life, formally recognized as such by the church. I'm recognizing you all are saints. 
because you're here. You're striving to help the world be a better place. You're, you're wrestling with that, what that looks like. That's what every saint does. The noun definition of a saint is, is a person of great holiness, virtue, or benevolence. Most of you that are watching, I've known you, and some of you I don't know, and a lot of you in a lot of ways have experienced or sharing in that great holiness. You're striving to grow closer to God. You're looking for a connection. You have some virtue that allows you for God to work on you and to work through you, and you have given yourself in such a benevolence that the world has seen change through you. Sometimes for the bad. But all saints have something that they struggle with. All saints are in need of grace, right? All saints have a time for redemption to happen, and we're all there at some point or another. But here's what, here's what differentiates us from those that are us that are here and those that have walked the journey and have passed. They're named. The verb definition of saint is the given name of a saint, recognized as a saint. These people have walked a great journey of life, and they heard those words when they came up and stood before God. God said to them, good and faithful servant, come and rest. All of those that, that have walked this journey and, and have gone the way, uh, have stood before God and, and have heard those words, good and faithful servant, Come and rest. And they're saints. We all are saints, striving to show God for this world. Philip Yancey, in a, in a devotional book called Grace Notes, um, Daily Readings with a Fellow Pilgrim, he wrote this really great line. We do well to remember that the Bible has far more to say about how to live during the journey than about the ultimate destination. Isn't that a great line? We, have, we do well to remember that the Bible has far more to say about how to live during the journey than about the ultimate destination. Jesus spends more time on how to live our lives than what the end result will be. He doesn't really show us the finish line. He says, you'll know it when you see it. But until then, we have to run a race. Using more of Paul's words here than Jesus, but still it's the same thing. Because Jesus modeled us how to be a follower of him. He showed us to love our neighbor, to meet the needs of our neighbor wherever they are, even if they're way up in a tree or, or, or they're standing beside a well, we are called to share God's love. No matter where we are on our life or our journey of faith, even if we feel like we're one of those saints, even if we feel like, now granted, a, like a Mother Teresa type saint, they're going to be very humble and they're going to tell you that they still have a lot of work to do. We all do. We all still have things we're wrestling with. We all still have things that we're trying to grow uh, through God on, and, and we have to just let go. And we have to remember that the victory that we hear, the, the line, I love that line today in verse 12. Go back to verse 12 for those of you that have your Bibles open. We go back to verse 12, and it says, Victory belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. The victory that God celebrates is when He welcomes us home. 
The victory that God says, good and faithful servant, that's his victory cry. And suffering is no more. But until that day, we have to live like those saints that have gone before us. They've laid a good path. We have to learn from their life and their faith, and, and, and they can show us how to live. There'll be moments that we cry. I still mourn the loss of a lot of these saints that have walked the journey. Every now and then, something gets me, like even today. We practice that. We lit all of them to make sure that they weren't going to catch on fire, and it just so happened. It had to be dawn. That's being reminded of those saints that are always with us. We're never alone. And yeah, we have pain that we've lost someone. But in that moment of pain and suffering, we ask God to be there with us, to comfort us. God's rod and their staff, they comfort us, as Psalm 23 reminds us. Yancey later notes to us, the world needs people devoted to God's creatures and God's children, as well as to God, and, to, and committed to this life as to the afterlife, to this city as to the heavenly city. Read that again. Yancey's challenge is, that the world needs people devoted to God's creatures and God's children, as well as to God, and committed to this life as to the afterlife, to this city as to the heavenly city. So be the best saint that God created you to be. And if we do it through connecting with one another, through love and through prayers, we can change the world. And you can be a saint because one day our name will be read. And the real question is, how do we want to be remembered? Because that's how our story carries on forever. And so I challenge you this week to live like a saint because you are one. No matter where you are on life's journey or life's faith, God loves you and cares for you and there ain't nothing you can do about it because he has called you a saint because God has created you to do good work in this world. And so I challenge you this week to be a saint. You can do it. God created you to do just that. Let us pray. Dear God, as we go about our daily lives, remind us that you love us and you care for us and all you want from us is to be faithful to you and to love our neighbor no matter where we are, our life journey or life's faith. We need to live like you have created us to, to love, to care, and to serve. And so, Lord, help us be faithful. With all that's going on in this world, in this life, help us. Show the light to this world. Lord, be with us in every step and every breath that we take. In your name we pray. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Tahlequah United Methodist Church, feel free to go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.